0: And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. BGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. In the fall of 2008, a sleepy Seattle suburb was shocked by a crime that no one expected. A local football star planned a daring bank robbery, complete with decoys, disguises, and an outlandish getaway plan. He drew the whole thing up just like a game-winning play on the field and almost got away with it. The Sneak follows the twisting story of a once great athlete who committed that crime and how the robbery forever changed the small town where it occurred. You're about to hear a preview of The Sneak from Wondery and USA Today. As you listen, please be sure to subscribe to The Sneak on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to your podcasts right now. Nine one one. What is your emergency?
2: Armed robbery.
1: Okay. What address?
2: Uh. Okay. He's running down. What? It's in Monroe, the Bank of America. Okay. What shorts, sir? What
1: address are you at?
2: Uh, Highway two in Old on. Is that Ruth Realty? Correct. Are there any weapons? In, uh, are there any
1: weapons involved?
2: I see. OC sprayed the uh, armed truck. He just dropped his cap.
1: Okay. Is he a white male?
2: White male. Brown hair.
1: What color clothing is he wearing?
2: camouflage shorts, dark blue,
0: long sleeve shirt. Okay, where is he running?
2: He ran down into the Cascade, Erie Park behind my office.
0: Hey everyone, my name is Nate Scott and I'm the host of The Sneak, a new serialized true crime podcast out from For the Win and USA Today Sports. The Sneak's first season is about a crime, a heist. It took place on September 30th, 2008 just one day before the U.S. Senate would vote to bail out many of the largest banks in our country, and it took place in the small town of Monroe, Washington. This crime, an armed robbery of $400,000 cash, was audacious. It was ornate. It was also a little bit ridiculous. There were disguises and Craigslist hired decoys. It was a once-great-athlete-turned-criminal mastermind. And that was all before the grand flourish. A daring escape in an inner tube down a river. This is a crime story. A uniquely American crime story. But as we found with new reporting, it's also the story of a small town. And that town's secrets. Secrets about what actually happened with that crime back in 2008. And who actually helped pull it off. We hope you enjoy listening to a taste of our podcast. This is The Sneak. Can we get you to clap in front of your face? It's like that's our version of the old movie. Okay. So just to start, uh, what's
2: your name? Mitch Ruth.
0: What do you do for a living, Mitch?
2: Uh, I'm a real estate broker. In? Monroe, Washington.
0: Mitch Ruth is the 911 caller from a moment ago. Mitch is probably six feet tall, burly, with a strong hand that just about swallows mine when he shakes it. He reminds me of a middle school vice principal I once had. He's funny and charming, but he definitely commands authority. To put it another way, I really like spending time with Mitch, but he's not someone I'd want to piss off. We're sitting in his office in the heart of Monroe, a smallish town 30 miles northeast of Seattle. Driving up into Monroe from the city, it's nothing but lush suburbia, Boeing and Amazon money. Drive out the other side, though, and there's not much. Monroe feels a bit like a dividing line between here and out there. How long have you been here?
2: Oh, boy. Uh, I've lived in Monroe since I got out of the Army in 1979. I followed family, followed family, and eventually I did come into the family business that I worked so hard to avoid.
0: By 2008, Mitch had settled into the family realty business and was a well-liked and respected member of the Monroe community. He has even served as city councilman. On September 30th of that year, Mitch was sitting at his desk the same desk he's sitting at for this interview. While on the phone with a client, Mitch saw a young man across the street dressed in landscaping gear using a pump sprayer on the grass outside the Bank of America. Then it happened.
2: Well, the armored uh, car is pulling in to deliver money, pretty much on their routine timetable, and people are milling around. Young man starts walking towards the front of the building, Throws the pump sprayer down, grabs a can out of his pocket as he's charging at one of the uh, armored car, I don't know what you call them, security people. Um, I told my client on the phone, this was all very quick, told him there's a bank robbery, gotta go
0: Mitch watched as the thief ran up and sprayed the Brinks truck employee with bear mace, a kind of pepper spray you can buy at outdoor stores. The thief then grabbed the bag and took off toward Old Owen Road.
2: I thought he was trying to jump into a car. Uh, No, he was playing Frogger, trying to get across the street, dodging cars. Well, I had the phone, cordless, and I'm on the phone with 911, they're asking for a play-by-play. And I got the bright idea I could chase him and I could catch him.
0: Was that instincts, you running out the door? What were you thinking?
2: You know, why did you chase him? You know, what what do you say? It's like, well, you know, I'm in real estate. Times have been tough. If a guy's got a bag of money like that, he's not getting away without buying a home. What do you say, <laughs> you know? I ran out the back door, knowing there's no vehicle escape, I presumed he was going to get in a vehicle, um, and he was pretty fast. As he was running, he's pulling off his hat, turns out all this is a disguise, pulling off the wig, the mask, um, ripping off the, pant- the shorts that he had on over other clothes underneath, um, and he's got a bag full of money.
0: How is he carrying it? Under his arm. Like a football?
2: Right. (laughs) Ironic,
1: isn't it? (laughs) Yeah.
0: Can you state your name and title, please? Uh,
1: Tim Bazell, detective.
0: How long have you been with the Monroe Police Department? Uh,
1: For over 25 years.
0: Tim Bazell was the primary detective in the Brinks truck robbery case. He's talking to us in a back conference room of the Monroe Police Department. Bazell is fit, with close-cropped hair and a warm smile. He's polite and precise. Before he ever became a policeman, Bazell was a financial analyst for Boeing. Bazell warned us before we began that the crime happened 11 years ago, and he might not remember everything about that day. He then proceeded to remember everything about that day in exacting detail.
1: That morning, I was going to do a follow-up on a case at an elementary school. And I was over there talking with uh, staff, and um, I didn't have my radio with me, but I I was hearing sirens and sirens and sirens, and I was like, okay, something's going on.
0: So you get a call over the radio that relays the information about... Yes, yes. What, what was that call like to get?
1: It was, yeah, I was like, it was interesting. Um,
0: Do you remember you know, what was said?
1: That he was floating down uh, the river in an inner tube.
0: If you like the podcast and don't want to miss an episode moving forward, you can subscribe to The Sneak for free on Apple Podcasts. You can also find us on Spotify, Stitcher, or TuneIn, pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts.
1: True terrors of horror, bizarre happenings, unexplainable events. On our podcast, Disturbed, Terror Takes Center Stage.